Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Stage set for fiscal crisis. A government shutdown and a first ever default on the national debt. Vaccine mandate fallout. It is not going to be a perfect situation. The R. Kelly verdict. Your voices were heard and justice was finally served. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Last night in the U.S. Senate, Republicans blocked a short-term budget bill that would also raise the national debt limit. CBS's Chris Van Cleve reports it increases the odds that the government will find itself high and dry by the end of the week. This morning, the government is less than 72 hours from running out of money, forcing a partial shutdown and leaving about 800,000 government workers without a paycheck. The motion is not agreed to. Last night, all 50 Senate Republicans blocked a temporary funding extension that would have also suspended the debt ceiling, avoiding a potentially catastrophic default on the country's debt. Democrats are racing the clock and fighting discord in their ranks to rescue President Biden's domestic agenda. Our members are so idealistic and interested in getting results. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi now aims to pass the president's $1 trillion infrastructure bill on its own, reversing a months-long vow to only pass it along with his larger $3.5 trillion budget bill. Progressive Democrats have threatened to sink the infrastructure package if the larger spending legislation isn't ready to go. But key senators, including West Virginia's Joe Manchin, remain resistant to the price tag. President Biden publicly optimistic. I think we're going to get it done. A federal appeals court has signed off on New York City's vaccine mandate on teachers and other school staffers. It's a situation that could end up in the hands of the U.S. Supreme Court. And now unvaccinated health care workers in New York State stand to lose their jobs. Here's CBS's Errol Barnett. The unvaccinated are officially out of time at New York State's medical facilities. With 16% of the state's hospital workers not fully vaccinated, that means more than 83,000 are at risk of termination. At Erie County Medical Center in Buffalo, about 5% of the staff, roughly 400 people, are unvaccinated and on leave. Hospital President and CEO Tom Quatroshi. We stopped elective inpatient surgeries. We stopped some of our outpatient visits. We stopped ICU medical transfers from other referring rural hospitals. I'm wearing the same exact PPE I've worn the whole pandemic, and it's always kept myself and patients safe. Why is it changed? Deborah Conrad is a nurse in Western New York suing the state over its vaccine mandate. Are you prepared to lose your job? A career that I've loved for almost 20 years, I am prepared. Singer R. Kelly could face a life sentence after his conviction in New York on all charges in a sex trafficking and racketeering case, and he still faces additional charges in two other states. 
CBS News correspondent Jerika Duncan. A jury found R. Kelly guilty of all nine counts. The decision came after hearing from 50 witnesses, including 11 accusers, six of whom said they were underage when Kelly sexually abused them. Attorney Gloria Allred represents several Kelly accusers. He underestimated them, and they told their truth. Mr. Kelly is no longer a sexual predator on the loose. Kelly's attorneys tried to dispel the prosecution's claim that Kelly ran a criminal enterprise. In a statement, they said the enterprise was based on a series of independent relationships and events the government patched together like different types of fabrics and passed it off as silk. It's something that you just don't get over. Lizette Martinez, known to the court as Jane Doe Number 9, says she was just 17 when Kelly first sexually abused her. We were heard and, you know, we can start to heal. Troubling crime statistics out from the FBI. CBS's Jeff Pegues. The murder rate soared in 2020, up 30 percent, the largest increase ever. Cities like Memphis, Milwaukee, and Des Moines all set records. It's horrific. Ronald Surpass, the former police chief in New Orleans and Nashville, says he is stunned by the firepower. Multiple gunshots, powerful weapons, indiscriminate use of those powerful weapons in crowds of people. Three out of every four murders involved a gun. Investigators looking into the deadly Amtrak derailment in Montana say they've determined this much. The Chicago to Seattle train was not speeding. The speed is between 75 and 78 miles per hour. The speed limit on this section of track is 79 miles an hour. Bruce Landsberg, vice chairman of the NTSB, says the train derailed before a switch in the line where one set of tracks becomes two, and that spot had been inspected just two days earlier. Overseas, North Korea's military has been added again. Reporter Alex Jensen is in Seoul. South Korean military officials have confirmed the North tested a short-range projectile and are analyzing it along with the U.S., The Japanese government indicated it was a ballistic missile, which would make it the third test of its kind this year, despite North Korea being barred from all ballistic missile activities. The action comes just days after North Korea offered conditional talks with South Korea. California's governor has signed what's considered a first-in-the-nation law requiring the garment industry to pay workers by the hour instead of for each piece of clothing they make. The California Chamber of Commerce predicts that will put some employers out of business or force them to move out of state. A major automaker details its commitment to electric vehicles with plans to build four new plants in the U.S. Ford investing $11.4 billion, creating 11,000 jobs with two new facilities in Tennessee and Kentucky. Chief Operating Officer Lisa Drake says they'll be building EV batteries and electric pickups. We think one-third of the full-size pickup segment will be fully electric by the time 2030 rolls around. The Tennessee site will be triple the size of Ford's historic Rouge plant. Jeff Gilbert, CBS News, Detroit. No regrets, says superstar gymnast Simone Biles of her decision to pull out of Olympic events over the summer to deal with her mental health. She tells New York Magazine she should have quit way before heading to the Games in Tokyo. She blames much of her stress and lack of confidence on abuse by former team doctor Larry Nasser. 
James Bond is back. So what happens next? I understand double O's have a very short life expectancy. No Time to Die is Daniel Craig's last outing as 007, and co-producer Michael Wilson says they're nowhere near choosing his successor. He's been such a great Bond. Those are big shoes to fill. I can't even think it was even possible. After nearly two years of delays, this 25th installment of the James Bond franchise finally has its world premiere in London's Royal Albert Hall tonight. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. BTS is back too. The hit Korean boy band plans to hold live concerts for the first time in more than two years. Shows in Los Angeles are planned for late November and early December. Permission to dance on stage is the title of the act. The pandemic forced cancellation of a major international tour for BTS. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert. And I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure. Because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show, because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.